babe, sorry to keep you waiting, but your table is ready. Uh, what is up? It's Alan Mark. Uh, so this isn't Chuck <laughs> entering this episode. Uh, he uh, can't make this one, uh, sadly. So you got another helping of spam for you today. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'll be uh, taking on the reins for the next uh, however long this takes. Who knows? Maybe it'll be another two hours like Shiny was. Hopefully not. <laughs> but um, yeah, hope you enjoy this upcoming episode. But we still have uh, the other member of How You Can Eat. So ring the siren because the takes will be hot. But we hope that he can help you keep an open mind to round out the spam masubi is the one that hails from NYC. It's Steven. Hello. I'm, and I still hail from NYC. Uh, <laughs> I did not move very far. Um, yeah, I, I'm doing well. Excited to be back. Uh, how, how, is, how are things going with you? Uh, things, are, uh, things are going. <laughs> it was a very stressful past uh, like week and a half for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, I gave myself a little mental health day tomorrow, uh, which will help out a lot so yeah. um, i'm excited for that but uh how are you you just moved so yeah. tell me how did that go I, I'm, I'm good like uh i am settled in i have my my desk and like my bed set up and i think this is a good spot for them i was sleeping on an air mattress for a little bit because Ooh. like i took i threw out my old air mattress to get a new one and then every morning it would deflate or like it would oh, be no. deflated by morning so i would be like on the on the wood, I could feel the wood on my back. <laughs> One night, I tried it. I put it on like my old bed frame, and I could feel the slats on my back. And every morning, Ooh. it was just really uncomfortable. Oh, but no. now, now I have a like a full mattress, uh, which is good. So hopefully, we can uh, get them to sponsor our show. <laughs> but oh, yeah. which which mattress? And it's, then we'll uh, make sure to hit them up. All swell. I don't think I've heard. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't heard any in any of the podcasts I listen to. Yeah, they. I don't. I don't know how popular they are. They were just one of the more affordable, like, mattress in a box. Mm-hmm. Nice. But um, I was going to just say that, uh, you know, I would lived in my old place for about six and a half years. and Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a Yeah, and, like, I, I had a lot of stuff. Like, I, I just putting it all in boxes, I didn't think I had all the stuff because it was such, kind of a small space. But then I had a lot more boxes than I was expecting. And then... Like, I, I realized I didn't quite make my last apartment. Like, I didn't, like, have a lot of very fond memories of it. And oh. I don't know. I feel like I didn't I didn't have a lot of pride in it. Like, I didn't invite people over a lot. That's um, true. Yeah. Yeah, but at least, like, that one time that we, yeah. like, Chuck and I and our friend Mark did visit New York, we didn't go by your yeah. area at all. It was just, I mean... It's not that out of the way, but you could, it wouldn't could have, have been a bad, yeah, it would have been yeah. easy trip. Like we were there for a full week. Like yeah. we, we would, we would have made a time for you <laughs> yeah. because we do love you. But if, if you did not want to invite us, then that's okay. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like just thinking about, like it wasn't a, a sad or like, I mean, uh, like, yeah, sad farewell or anything to that place. Um, no. But I do feel weird about just not, making my home what I wanted it to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then just looking at all my boxes and then having those memories and those thoughts come up. It's just, 
it's a lot to unpack. And that's all for me today. I'll see you next week. <laughs> it was like a five minute lead. Yeah, that, that. That's all it was. That's all I was trying to do. I had like different ways. I was thinking of different ways to get there, but I just wanted to say it's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I was wondering why you were taking a long time to get to yeah. whatever point it was. But I'm it was truly sense. just that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That was the one. That was my quickest one <laughs> that I was thinking of. But nice. yeah, I am doing well. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> um, while we have you here, uh, since you weren't with us in the last episode, do you have any uh, like any last comments that we failed to mention for you? Oh, shinies uh, don't call me. I that only you really want actually, to say I only listened to the first half, so <laughs> I, I didn't get I didn't get a chance to finish it. But um, I probably should have just written in my notes that shiny had achieved the status where they were mentioned by like uh, Obama in a speech oh, once. Yeah. And then they had that incident with Mino and Melania. <laughs> uh, but my, I just had some weird thing about them being Illuminati <laughs> instead. Yeah, I do remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry we didn't mention uh, that. It's fine. It, there's no relevance in any way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I, I would lead to listen again uh, or finish the episode, but... Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think all my notes you covered for don't okay. call me at least. Cool. Yeah, I am curious to know <clears throat> what your favorite song. But uh, oh. either oh, was it either Code or Attention? Those are the ones you. Started. Oh yeah, I I would say it's Code. I think cool. I've seen a lot I of think, people really yeah, like. I think the one. three of us agree on that. Oh nice, so. nice, cool, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I'm just happy that there's all this shiny content yeah. these past two weeks. It's been really pleasant. <clears throat> like I think we're recording this on Wednesday today. Just dropped the the video where like the members are talking to kids and oh. going through like all their past like performances. That's a really sweet oh, video. Okay, it's really nice. Watch that when they have the chance. Okay, cool. Yeah, will do. Um, cool. All right. So uh, it looks like let's get into this episode. So um, before we get into the uh, the actual topic that we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, we like to go over the specials of the week presented by Steven, uh, just so we could shine a light on uh, other releases. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So back to five. Uh, <laughs> let's just start with, with Monday, uh, with the release we were thinking about maybe doing, uh, but AT's released a mini album uh, called Zero Fever Part Two uh, with the title track Fireworks. Uh, parentheses i'm the one and so all of these songs have all the songs on the mini album have lyrics by their member minky who Mm. has been on hiatus since november so i want to send our best wishes to minky and uh i'm sure all all the fans are awaiting his, his return but he he does appear on his voice is on the album, so that that's kind of a nice thing. Even though he's not participating in these uh, promotions, uh, mm-hmm. another thing to note about the album is a lot of it was written and produced in part by Olander and Z Elise of oh. uh, what we whose songs we covered it with Dreamcatcher. So yeah, uh, I'm interested to hear to listen to this. I haven't gotten into it yet, um, but yeah, that's a big big release from Monday. Uh, Tuesday, we have a single from Yukika called Love Month. Um, it's a pre-release single for her upcoming mini album called Past Illusion One. And I did check it out. 
it does have some of those city pop sounds that she's had so far. So it, it I like that she's continuing with that. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Icon released their single Why Why Why. This one was composed by Bobby along with Choice Thirty Seven, a producer who's worked with Icon before, and a bunch of other YG artists like like Twenty One, uh, like way back with their mm-hmm. with Two Anyone. So. <laughs> Yeah, Icon, Icon's also back this year. Um, okay, and then uh, a group that debuted last year has a new song on Thursday. They're called Checkmate. And mm-hmm. they, they, they this single, it's a single album uh, called You. They are a four-member co-ed group. So I'm always excited when there's a co-ed oh, group. Oh, yeah. Um, but since they debuted, they've had a couple, like, lineup changes already they debuted in like september but i think they're like i guess they're at a solid four now but we'll we'll see hopefully they'll they'll have a a good good continuous kind of lineup um Mm -hmm. but then also on thursday our last last release is uh park chihoon of formerly of 101 uh released a single called call you up it's another like collaboration single for the universe app. Uh, but this oh one, yeah. Yeah. It, that's like, I guess that's really getting huge. It's like rain had the song with them. Um, mm-hmm. But this one is featuring Lehigh and it was produced by primary. So oh, it should be cool. cool. Yeah. Oh man. I love primary. That's, okay, yeah. cool. So that, that, that should be good. Nice. But yeah, those are our, our specials of the week. Awesome. Thank you, Steven. I always glad I always love hearing all the other stuff out there. Cause most of the time I haven't heard like I don't listen to a lot of this stuff. So this will open my ears, you know, open my mind, I guess, to <laughs> <laughs> these things. Yes. All sure. right. So ready to get into this? I feel like this is gonna be a fun I one. Am, yeah. <laughs> Even though Chuck's not here. Sad Chuck's not here to discuss these with us, but I feel like he would have fun opinions. But um yeah, so it looks like, I mean, Steven, you just moved, so now you're uh, living solo. So it's only fitting that we're going to go over a couple of soloists for today's episode. So um, first half, we'll go over one. Second half, we'll go over the other. You could already figure out what they are just by um, if you uh, read the title, if you're able to, and stuff like that. We're going to go over the latest releases by Sunmi and Wano, so this is very exciting. It's going to be a very sexy episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's just uh, get right into it. You know, me, as Chuck would call me, Encyclopedia Pink. Yes. With the little bios, so you're getting two, two today, so. Okay. All right, so s- starting off with Sunmi. So Sunmi is a South Korean soloist and songwriter whose total career spans like 15-ish years. Um, inspired by Bo at a young age, she had hoped to become a celebrity uh, at a young age, auditioning for and joining JYP Entertainment at the age of 14. She would officially debut with Wonder Girls in 2007 with the song Irony and would then um, and would be them for their hit singles Tell Me, So Hot, and Nobody. You, 
Stephen, you and I, we know nobody. We know nobody. We, 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 got, we got a history with nobody. I <laughs> <laughs> could say that for maybe a, a history episode sure. one of these days. Yeah. Uh, but then in 2010, uh, Sunmi would leave the Wonder Girls to focus on her academic career. Um, but after this hiatus, which lasted maybe um, a couple years, uh, she would return to the music scene and debut as a soloist, still under JYP, uh, in 2013 with the single 24 Hours and following up the next year with Full Moon, uh, giving her both critical and popular acclaim from those songs. Then, in 2015, it was announced that Sunmi would rejoin the Wonder Girls after their own two-year hiatus and restructure as a four-piece band. Yes, band. And Sunmi would be playing the bass. Shout out to bassists. <laughs> also, shout out that teaser video that she had when she's oh, like yeah. just doing that bass oh, solo so cool. oh it's so good <laughs> <laughs> it's like a precursor to like what we know as sun meets uh yeah. now i guess like that vibe um but yeah so they would come back that year in 2015 with the album reboot which i i love reboot so much it's so good uh where Sunmi would have three total writing credits to her name um after one more comeback in 2016 with Why So Lonely, which was written by all of the members together, uh, the Wonder Girls would eventually disband early 2017 on their 10-year anniversary, uh, February 2017, after uh, both Yeon and Sunmi de- would decide not to renew their contracts with JYP Entertainment. Then, t- also in 2017, came Gashina. And yeah, after signing with Make Us Entertainment, somebody would bust back into the scene as a soloist with the uh, Teddy Park co-produced song Gashina. And man, like every, everyone's still doing that dance. Yeah. You were doing that dance just now. Just now. Okay, my neck um, muscles aren't enough. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, that's iconic. But along so yeah. uh, in 2018, she would also release. Her EP Warning, which included Gashina and other hits such as Heroin and Siren. Um, fun fact, I just learned this from reading the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Siren was almost a Wonder Girls track uh, that Sunmi wrote for it. Um, but they ultimately passed on it. Uh, I think probably whoever does A&R or maybe JYP himself mm-hmm. uh, decided to go for a Why So Lonely instead because uh, that fit better as a four-piece band arrangement. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes sense. And honestly, we get both regardless. So yeah. that's the fun part. She would continue promoting as a soloist since then, releasing songs such as Noir and La La Lai. La La Lai. La La Lai. La La Lai. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, right. I always have regardless, to it. it's a great yeah. song. <laughs> I have to sing the song every time. Uh, that happened in 2019. And then uh, Gotta Go and Put Up Pipam oh, yeah. in 2020. Uh, now it's February 2021, and she's come back with the single album "Tail." So yeah, that's uh, pretty much an abridged version of yeah. Sunmi's uh, career. But yeah, yeah, I I I really like Sunmi. I think I've said before that Wonder Girls was one of the first groups that I got into for any Korean music. Um, so that's why I first like knew who. Sunmi was, I, but my my bias was always Yubin. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, so I, but I have to say that the reboot uh, when they came back, 
that they have this video. It's like a V Live showcase of them playing a, a few songs on the album. There, I think the performance of Why So Lonely on that, it's like my single favorite like K-pop performance Ooh. of all time, genuinely. Mm-hmm. And be, like with her on the bass, you've been drumming and then rapping. It, it's I just love oh, it yeah. so much. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really like La La Le. Mm-hmm. It's probably maybe one more law on that. But yeah, big I'm a big fan. I loved her concepts and like the tone that her, her videos and her songs take. A little mm-hmm. kind of little cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. Really like fun. she's like weird and like, I don't want to use the word quirky. But she's more like goofy, if anything. Mm-hmm. But she like straddles the line of like goofy, um, like powerful and sexy all in yeah. once. It's really cool. Like, but I mean, with tail, it's a bit, there's less, a lot less goofiness in there, but there's still a lot to talk yeah, about. It's um, so good. It, yeah. 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 Well, well, yeah, we'll talk about it. But yeah, like, me and Sun Me, like, I think same thing. Like, but I, you know, you introduced me to Wonder Girls really uh, with nobody. Um, but I think throughout the time I listened to them, um, like, yeah, I did like you, Ben, a lot, but I think Yeon ended up being my bias yeah. overall, especially in the, and they're the latter part of their of, as a group, um, and it's also really nice to see like a, a group um, sort of um, like end their like end the group the, disband in like such a graceful way. It felt mm-hmm. like with those uh, album and singles that they had, um, but yeah. But then like when Sun Me like burst back with Gashina, it was really like whole like how did I like miss <laughs> her this entire time? But um, yeah. I know. I'm excited to talk about this because oh. I was very excited for for Tail. But yeah, yeah. I have to say, I watched uh, Running Girls. Did you have to oh, yeah. catch? It? And yeah, she does talk a lot. Of, she does. She gets pretty like vulnerable and shows a lot. So uh, mm. I do really recommend that show overall. Even if you're not familiar with a lot of people, I was watching it mostly for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but like Sunmi. She's very caring as like uh, as an older sister or what's what's the word yeah. oni oni uh, I don't like oni. Any, <laughs> any words. but yeah. yeah and I she has a I really like her personality and she mm-hmm. cooks a lot on the show which is really nice oh yeah yeah, yeah I, I only <laughs> caught clips but it's very charming I mean yeah. it, it's a great cast too I love like yeah. um like aside from Sunmi I love Hani and yeah. uh, and Chu as well and. And Chung-ha. I mean Chung Ha. Oh yeah, yeah. And got to shout out Yuan too. Yeah. Might as well name all. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, name all. it's amazing cast. Yeah. It's a good cast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's. Uh, I think we're ready to just get right into yeah. this uh, single album. So it's only two tracks, which is kind of unfortunate because I was really hoping for like uh, a lot more. But what a two tracks that that sent me give us. So. I guess we'll just start off with the actual single of the single album called Tail. Uh, pause for time so that Chuck could edit in the song and then it sounds good. All right. So, Steve, what are your, like, what are your initial thoughts on oh, Tail? Man. I, I just, okay. Like, I felt like it was kind of familiar. At, at So it wasn't an unexpected sound from Sunmi. Not that she can do a lot that... Or like she can surprise, but I feel like this one is kind of just w- within what 
she had done before, but there there were certain things about it that I really liked. I paid a lot of I was paying a lot of attention to the instruments, especially the guitar. It had like mm-hmm. was it like a tremolo pedal kind of effect? Or yeah, like a, I, it was really cool. It was like wobbly. Um, mm-hmm. so I really liked that. Uh, yeah, there, there was some really cool parts of the song, especially the bridge. I think that was my favorite part of the song from there to the end. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a very interesting song. It is very. Like, I think interesting is a good way to describe it. But like, such a it's such a good interesting yeah. too. Like you mentioned the guitar earlier. Like, um, like the especially in the beginning that like the da, 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 like the the main sort of mo- motif. Mm-hmm. It sort of felt grungy to me, which was sort of like a, kind of different from mm-hmm. what I expect in K-pop. Like. I think it for me it, it evoked Black Hole Sun like that song's oh, wow. intro, so like it had like that hollowness to it, mm-hmm. um, which like I like like it was a cool tone to choose. Um, and also liked how when they played chords like I think especially in the chorus it felt very crunchy, mm-hmm. and I like that texture a lot. It's sort of like uh, what was it? What was a CIX song? Was it Young? Um, that, oh, had sort yeah. of that, that had like texture but then this was like a like a more expensive version of that yeah too. i really yeah. i like the volume the guitar was at because or especially like when you mm-hmm. when you play the it's because it's like a little quieter than a lot of stuff but i mm-hmm. like because you, when you when you play that loud uh i like strumming really hard on the, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not too loud uh yeah it's just i don't know if that's how it was done in studio or whatever but uh it, it is like an ideal tone and volume mm-hmm. to have. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you just mentioned volume. I like thinking about it now and listening to it again. It, like, I feel like this song is really well mixed. Like mm-hmm. the the balance of the the volumes, the dynamics, and it's really um, is really well done. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I liked. Yeah, I think in the the second verse they had some synths come in that reminded yeah. me a lot of um, Sweet Dreams. Are made of this by Yurikmix. yeah yeah then, it has that vibe like she does the lyrics at that point she does say uh oh it's just i'm not much of a drinker but like mm-hmm. i am a dream girl so maybe the word dream is a little nod to sweet dreams mm-hmm. uh, but, oh, i didn't uh, think of that because uh, and then the synths came back later on like they kind of dropped out after the verse and the chorus but then they came came back after the bridge which was really nice to hear again mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about this song, it's not like her catchiest song because like from a lot of yeah. her bigger singles, like especially La La Lay and I think Siren are probably her two catchiest songs. Uh, but I think like this song still feels like the melody still feels interesting enough where it's like such a pleasant listen, but it's not as much of an earworm. Yeah. But I had but the it same sounds thought. so good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But there's still like moments of it that I really like. Like I like it when she does the "Make it ride till I die" uh, yeah. part. Like is is super cool. Yeah, because I, I felt like the chorus. It it felt like a chorus within the song, but the melody itself, because it wasn't super catchy. It was like listening back. I was I was thinking this is almost not. This could be a pre-chorus in another song, like just the mm-hmm. way the mel- that the melody in the chorus works. But I think yeah. I, I think I like the way it fits in this song. Yeah, I think it definitely 
fits the tone that mm-hmm. she's trying to come off with with the song. Maybe it's, um, I mean, getting to the lyrics a little bit, like basically what this song is about. Um, but like the the tale is sort of a reference to like the excitement animals get when like interacting each other, sort of like when they're about to mate, essentially. And like maybe it's that sort of anticipation, like you mentioned, it's like it sounds like it could be a pre-chorus in other songs. So, mm-hmm. like that's usually when the build-up is, and like you're, it creates all this yeah. tension, sort of like, um, like maybe almost like sexual tension at this mm-hmm. point with this song especially. Um, so I yeah I think I told that may have been like purposeful in a way when it comes yeah. to writing this song, um, and this song was so. Uh, Sunmi did co-write the song along with France, who France France France. I don't know. France. It's all in caps, so it doesn't yeah. tell me at all. Uh, I think uh, they collaborate with a lot of like like J. I think they this is the one that collaborates with JRP a lot. Okay. And JRP artists a lot. Yeah, I've um, seen that name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have any other notes about the song itself before we get into the? Uh, music video and choreography about the song yeah i didn't really have any more notes but yeah it's just really really interesting mm-hmm. yeah oh i do want to mention this is more so as about send me as a performer or as a singer but um i like that um uh she's not like a powerhouse type singer which like you usually get with most like soloists mm-hmm. but I think she, I mean we mentioned melodies already, but she knows how to keep melodies within like her correct range and like right in her pocket, yeah. where it suits her really well. And then that I think that also allows her to focus a lot more on the performance aspect right. of it, uh, like the visuals, the choreography, and just like the straight up attitude that she has. Yeah. So I think like she's such a smart like artist in that way. I feel yeah, that that's a great point, and I think I would even bring it up when we talk about. Wano later, like mm-hmm. just like vocally, how yeah. they perform. Yeah, I think I had the same. I had a similar note too. So, um, but yeah, since we're talking about performing already, uh, let's get into that <laughs> music video. And uh, did you watch the uh, performances as well? I I only watched the the video and then the two studio chum okay. versions. Yeah, that's all you need. I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Ooh, son, me. Damn. Uh, I, I think I actually like those stu- performance versions. I like watching those more than the video because it's continuous choreography. Yeah. And, um, when the choreography is like really impressive or just like interesting <laughs> to watch, like, so yeah, sometimes it's like you just want to watch the studio. Tomb does a really good job producing yeah. and uh, the camera work as well. So, um, yeah, but. Let's uh, get into it. So at least for the music video first. So the music video uh, was cool because the song's called Tail. So of course, it's going to evoke. I think cats were uh, a common motif, especially in the teaser images that came out before. Um, and so they kind of took that. And the concept followed Tim Burton's uh, Batman. Was it Batman Returns? when uh, With Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like a lot of the same like visuals, like her falling off the building into like the street where there's all the, and then all the cats come crowd her. So, and then she becomes Catwoman, which you also see like the latex outfit as well. Yeah. Sort of evokes that. So that was like, that was a nice touch. And uh, I think a really smart idea, especially with Sunmi, I think in general, because she does have like a very sexy vibe mm-hmm. in her songs and when she performs. But this one, like 
took it up to even like a higher notch, I feel. And Catwoman is like a perfect representation of that too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did you have uh, more thoughts on that? I mean, like from that that kind of crawling pose at the mm-hmm. opening, I mean, I do feel, I feel like I'd seen that in Why So Lonely. She also had that in the, she also did that in the beginning. Uh, like when she was yeah. looking, it was like a drain or something. So yeah, it was like, like that hole in the wall. Yeah, it, that's like, the sun me pose, I guess. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think I was, I didn't, at first I was thinking like, oh, this is kind of like la-di-da because they're both, they're all wearing the, the shiny black like latex mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, la-di-da yeah. was very much going for Sin City, I felt. And then it became more obvious that uh, this uh, tale was doing Catwoman. But I, I did read that after with the fact. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I Actually, I didn't watch the video meant too many times because I was just focusing on the the, the studio tune version. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, I mean, more, most of my notes are choreography anyway. It's, so yeah, but there were some really cool outfits. Like she had a lot mm-hmm. of different outfits in the video. Um, yeah. And then obviously there was this, the scene on the uh, on the railway tracks, but oh, of course, I, uh, I didn't oh. really need to. <laughs> it, not the right, not the correct use for uh, in transit <laughs> infrastructure. <laughs> True, but yeah. she did look great in that pink dress. Yeah. I will say I, that pink dress was my favorite um, outfit she had. Um, yeah. I think also just it's if I mean I would volunteer if like that's the trolley problem. Like oh <laughs> me running <laughs> let the, the chain pass over me. Send me. If it's in me's decision, <laughs> yeah. I will say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let it don't divert that cart. Yeah. Just keep it coming. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, her performance too, just like outside of the choreography too, like when she's doing the lie detector part and she's oh, like yeah. and it goes to like the the negative uh re- like visuals yeah. and she's like going crazy, her house grown all over the place. Like that's like like Sunmi's like goofiness quirkiness still coming out but then like in a more contained storyline mm-hmm. which is like which is like she's just like straight up performer like everything yeah. that she does but let's get to the dancing uh yeah those studio i might want to watch it right now i know i probably <laughs> but, have to pull it up but. i know i like i think because i took i have timestamps in my notes about my favorite like parts oh. of the choreography but it's based on the music video not the tune okay and um, Yes. Yeah. I my mine were more just like the general uh kind of idea of the choreography that there were a lot of the moments I really liked were when when Sunmi was the center, but not not only in terms of formation, but like in terms of where the other dancers were placing mm-hmm. their attention. Like it, it felt a little like there was some theater to it, like in, in, mm-hmm. in terms of her mm-hmm. being a performer and like the lead of the video obviously but like there were times like in the chorus when they were all doing the dance but then there were other times when it's like they were trying to progress the story along so i, yeah. I liked those moves a lot and then i think we'll, we'll get to like the, what i feel <laughs> is genuinely even though the word gets thrown out a lot it's like a genuinely iconic uh, <laughs> like a piece of choreography I think I know which part you're talking about, yeah, but yeah. there are like you could still pick out multiple like iconic moments. But oh, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's one of the parts you're talking about when like she's not she's like center of the storyline, but not oh, center wait. of the thing was when 
they're all like reaching for her neck towards in the first yeah, verse. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, it's stuff like that. I love like that the, that visual was really cool. Um, but like my favorite parts, I would I would say are when they really like emulated the like a tail as yeah. part of the choreography. Yeah. I think that's some of my favorite. Um, like there's like yeah, the ones where the dancers' legs are kicking to the right, fanning and then mm-hmm. splitting. Um, and then when they do, yeah, when they do the splits as well behind her, um, I thought that was cool. Like, even though this song, like, especially how she sings and the music video sort of evoke more of like a cat, which is like pretty obvious. But I think when they did those visuals and um, even at in 259 of the music video, the dancer's arms did this as well. There were like four or five arms there. Oh. Um, it felt like it emulated more of a... Gumiho or like nine-tailed fox. Yeah. Which I thought was I hope it was purposeful because like that's a cool concept like in and of itself, especially since this song is like a lot like sexier. Um, that's like the whole concept of like being sort of like dangerously like um intimate or stuff like that. Like that's um I liked those visuals a lot. The one with the arms, especially, is the mm-hmm. one that impressed me the most. I think that was the most striking like image um but uh yeah and of course the the last one when she has her leg sticking up like to hold that pose at the end like the tail imagery was so well done yeah so wait what can you do you know can you tell me the story of the gumiho it's like they get reborn or when it's i don't know i don't know like the specific like folklore story i just know it like secondhand from like dramas i've watched yeah, or yeah. um like other things but then just like different versions where it's like sometimes they're like a shapeshifter that right. like is trying to um, right, yeah. like steal like um i don't know if they're like stealing the hearts but then like they steal sort of like the soul or the thoughts of people through, uh, especially sometimes men like there's some stories where like they seduce men to try and like steal their like life source or something or they have to kill a certain amount of men in order to become human, something like that. Uh, there's very yeah. different variations depending on, I guess the era or um, area in Korea even mm-hmm. maybe, but um, I mean, I'm not Korean, so I can't speak too much about the folklore, but it is always, it's a story that has always sort of um, interested me, especially ever since, well, the Pokemon nine tails is based off of the Kitsune, which is the Japanese yeah. version, but also one of the first K dramas I watched was, my girlfriend is a Gumiho, starring uh, Lee Sung-gi and uh, uh, who's the the lead? She was in. Uh, oh my god! I'm. Oh no. I'm, I'm looking up right now. Okay. I don't want to. I, I need to say her. Yeah. It's uh, oh Shin Minah. Oh oh, uh, I yeah. I know the name. Yeah. Okay. Let me look her up. Yeah, when when you see her face, you're like, oh yeah. She oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Okay. Yeah, it came out in like 2010, mm-hmm. and it's like one of uh, yeah, it was like one of my earliest K dramas, and that's that's like right before I got it, like super into like mm-hmm. K dramas and K pop. So, I I only heard, I first heard the word Gumiho because there was a. Uh, there was a StarCraft player named Gumiho. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> I, I forgot. I didn't think they really, I didn't really look up what that meant. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just always had recognized it as a Korean thing. But uh, I, eventually I did like 
hear, oh, that's that's this really cool tale, uh, that old old story. Um, I think I also saw that someone on Twitter was like writing a show or like based on this idea um, with, and like they, like it was like a, a person who like sold their show to someone. So I think we might be Ooh. getting like a, a live action Gumiho. Oh, oh, yeah! I'd be, I'd be really excited <laughs> yeah. to see that. Um, this is one writer that I like a lot, uh, Ken Liu. He wrote a uh, short story, uh, which I forget which version of the Nine Tailed Fox it has, but um, essentially revolves around that. And I think there was a animated science fiction like short short series that was on Netflix, and they animated that story specifically. So it was really cool. Do you remember um, the story? No, but I'm gonna. I'll. I'll. It's like it's a steampunk version of like a nine-tailed fox. So, um, I will. I'll let you know after this okay. pod. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. oh, I. I really. If, do you know if it's in Paper Menagerie? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Oh man, it's that. It's that story. Oh. Okay. 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 Cool. Um, All right. Um, but this is quite the tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we will right, let's continue with the music video uh, or actually let's no the choreography the studio tune the what is the iconic yeah, part that I you wanted you to discuss oh well you had mentioned the one that I had was thinking oh. of with her at the end but then um, oh, right. it just came to mind um, with the the backup dancer on the chair <laughs> like, yes that that's, that's what I thought <laughs> yeah. you meant by that, that iconic like, I was like yeah, I can't believe I forgot that one, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, in the video, we see a certain view of it. And then like in the full view version of the Studio Tune one, mm-hmm. we see like the side and then she, how she jumps on him. It's, it's like, yeah, it's so much more impressive seeing yeah. like the Studio Tune version. Like also that that backup dancer must have like thighs of yeah. steel because he she just like jumps right on top with those heels yeah. and like on his thighs. Oh man! Like oh my god, the part's so good. And then the 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 the, the other dancers that surround her as well. And yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, whoa! It, it was just I I my I was like my jaw dropped at the, at that mm. moment. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was showing uh, the music videos. I showed uh, my girlfriend uh, April the both music videos to. A lose and tail back to back, and um, it was lose first and then tail. But her, her like mouth was just wide <laughs> open the whole time, just stunned, jaw to the floor, <laughs> just because it's just oh, this visually performance wise, like it's incredible. Oh man, like um, one of my at least like last notes for this is like I don't know if this feels like a statement piece from Sunmi as much as like. Gashina totally like did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that was like her biggest statement piece. Siren a little bit too, um, but this feels like a more like unleashed version of mm-hmm. Sunmi, where like I feel like this she's like sort of a lot more herself, or at least like this is like the visual of herself that she wants to put out into the world. And um, so I don't know. I'm really excited to see what else she decides to uh, plan with like. A single singles visually, um, aesthetically, like songwriting, all that stuff. Yeah, and didn't they just they like announced Tail at the beginning of February or like it felt mm-hmm. very recent before? Yeah. Like before 
they, the announcement came out. So I, I didn't. I feel like I didn't hear about it until like a week or two before the concept photos started coming out. Yeah. So those yeah. concept photos too are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other notes about Tail or? Uh, no, I, I think because yeah, I, I would like to good. spend some time on the next song Same. as well. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so let's let's just go right into it. I don't care if this first part ends up being like crazy <laughs> long. But okay, let's let's move on and talk about the B side, "What the Flower," um, written by Sunmi and Hong So Jin. And this song, what a song! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like right away. Like and, right away, the first time I listened <laughs> to it, I was just, oh, I I love this. I was immediately mm-hmm. pulled in. Like, yeah, ah, oh, just the way those instruments came in, uh, I loved it so much. I know, like, it's essentially, I don't know if the the piano and the organs are coming from the same keyboard, but like, it's essentially like a four piece band arrangement, which was really refreshing to hear from K-pop. Um, I like I like that it came from Sunmi. I feel like it suits like in those like we come from like a lot of super uh, synth heavy um, pop songs from her. Like see, like knowing that she can do this as well um, is not a surprise. And but it like the way that the execution of it is so good. Um, yeah. Like I want to specifically point out the piano in this song, like. At first, like, I think when my first few listens, like, I didn't pay attention to the song enough. But the first time that I, like, sat down, um, like, sort of blocked everything else around me just so I could focus on only on listening to the song. When the piano, after the first chorus, on, it, oh my, I, my mind went nuts when I heard, when it does that slide into the the just the heavy chords at the bottom like i did not want to know what to do with myself like i don't was that an actual slide or was that an actual like chromatic skill that they followed i feel like they were actually like playing what like yeah i don't know if it's a skill if it's a skill that's so fast yeah it's so fast and but it still it lasted four and a half counts that entire sequence i oh my god i (laughs) am I when I heard like I did the same thing like the first listen I was just like oh this is a really cool song but then I wasn't mm-hmm. but then I went back to pay attention more uh, that that piano in the second verse or I, I was a picturing that one scene right before they go into the acapella part in tempo by EXO with like oh, mm, where they where yeah. like he presses that that like phantom key at the end oh if yeah you, if you like flip that because this. Right, it, it goes, goes down. It goes down. Yeah. So I was like picturing him playing that going that way. But oh, yeah, I, I had the same same exact thought. Like in the beginning, in the first verse at least, the piano's just playing on the down beats, just yeah. like quarter notes. And then they were like, You don't have to do that anymore. And then the piano's just like, Oh, <laughs> oh cool. And then like it, they, they, it, it's so so good. Um I and I think we were hearing some like a lot of the left hand too. Like it's mm-hmm. with the lower end of the piano to kind yeah. of support that that lower end, which was really cool to hear. Yeah, like this song, like I mentioned, it's like really a four piece arrangement, but it felt so full. 
think the piano helped a lot. Um, I mean, still going off on that piano, like after that like moment too, like after that, it felt like you mentioned, like, it's like, oh, you could do like spice it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then they just decided to spice okay. it up with everything they got. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just throw some cumin in there. I got the, the smoked <laughs> paprika, uh, <laughs> like everything just like thrown it. And just the, the trills are, were so pleasant oh, yeah. to hear like this few here and there, just right in the right moments. It was so pretty. I think hearing it go off like that, it reminded me like the vibe of this. Cause it's sort of like a jazz fusion, like soul fusion kind of song. It reminded me a little bit of this Japanese band, oh. Tokyo Jihen, which is the the fronted by uh, Shina Ringo, and it's like um, like a super band of essentially of like some of the best session uh, um, session musicians mm-hmm. like in Japan. Um, just it had that vibe, especially when you, I started hearing that piano go off. It reminded me of like HZM, or I forgot who their second pianist that they got was, like just doing whatever they wanted. Um, yeah. Um, sorry about the piano. One more time. Like it was funny because the the second slide into the last chorus that with the key change is the one that caught my attention first um, because I think it was the one I was still half paying attention. But then <laughs> that's I think that's what surprised the why the first one surprised me even more mm-hmm. when I went back to it. But yeah, what uh, I, you you perked up a little bit when yeah. I mentioned it reminded me of something. But what, the, what, because what did the it remind song you of? that reminded me of was the end of little bird by boa <gasps> mm-hmm. like just because they threw in all the instruments they were all just like it was like they were almost all just doing their own solo at that mm-hmm. point um and i think when i was listening for individual things at the end it sounded like the the bass got their own moments and like mm-hmm. it was almost like the guitar and the, the bass were just alternating with playing their own the fills and throughout this song, the the guitar was playing some really cool, really cool fills that sounded really satisfying to play. And like the vibrato, it's so like, so like it has a similar tone to tail, but like the guitar has a similar tone, but it just, it's so, it's so, oh, it's just so satisfying to hear. Um, but I also wanted to point out the, the drumming on this because mm-hmm. I felt like it was super, just like, super solid and it doesn't do a lot but like the yeah. sound of the snare is really crisp and yeah. like i was thinking okay i'll have to here's another long setup but All please right. follow me here let's let's go but yeah. i was thinking of uh of eyes one uh mm-hmm. not not musically but because eyes one is this whenever i watch them i just find them to be this collection of like the most the most like precious people. They're all like <laughs> very like I want I want to shrink them down and then and then like put them into my pocket. Uh and when I do that, what they'll find is that they're not alone because the drummer has been deep in the pocket the whole time. <laughs> but that is how I felt. Like really <laughs> Oh, that's that's going that's going to be our our preview okay. right there. That's that's our episode preview. Right hey, Wiz, once listen to this, <laughs> but um, it because yeah, like he's not doing a lot, just kind of, but he's just hitting like each 
I know this, he's saying the snare, the hi hats, the kick, all like it's so perfectly like placed, and mm-hmm. it just is in that that pocket. I think. Yeah. So uh, later on, when the instruments are given more freedom, uh, and and like they they're not playing as simple rhythms, um, he does he does a little more like interesting stuff. But even in the even with those simple rhythms, it it just it's so effective and it, it sounds really good with the rest of the song. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's such a well-written song. It's so well-written. Yeah. Like you mentioned all those, like the different moments, like it really feels like there's a lot of buildup, but you don't realize there's all that buildup. Um, and it just like, until it like smacks you in the face with that key change. Like my note just says, Oh, hello key change. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it really like, I wasn't expecting it. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just wonderful arrangement. Like the writing is incredible. Um, yeah, especially like I think when I first heard this song, I was kind of scared because you mentioned like a little bird, like the we mentioned Sunday Candy with that song, and part of me was like, oh, is this going to be like really Sunday Candy ish? But mm-hmm. like in a way that like would be more popular in a way that I might not like. Mm-hmm. But then the moment it hit the verse, it like went into the more like jazzier route instead of like gospel route which i think it was a bit of a surprise but was a great one for me did you happen to watch the there's like a live performance of this yes like it, they called it it was like acoustic, acoustic. they called it acoustic. it wasn't <laughs> it acoustic. Wasn't really acoustic. <laughs> but yeah that performance is really good and it, you just mm-hmm. i just love watching them play because mm-hmm. it seems like they're all everyone in that band is just so good at their instrument and they know how to make it sound really just how to make their instruments work for their song and like yeah. they're so good at what they do um mm-hmm. but i think we sh- i i feel like we haven't talked about sun me much yet on, on this song like, yeah yeah well i i think maybe we did indirectly because she did co-write this song so oh yeah um, music that's true. and lyrics so it is she is part of the reason why this song is so good i think Probably a big part, but I mean, like, mm -hmm. I mean, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, vocally on this one, um, I think there's a bit of a contrast with how she sings on tail, where Mm -hmm. there's like, I think she sings a little more like attack on tail. And there's a bit Mm -hmm. of, there's like a bit of vocal fry, like in when she does in in tail, but here or in, in what the flower, there's more like, it's a little softer and she's playing with dynamics Mm -hmm. and I just like how she shows off those different styles. For sure. Yeah. I think part of that would tell you, like, I think she really was trying to emulate like a cat a little bit, I think with tail. So that's where like some of that vocal fry attack comes from. Um, But then that this feels more like singer songwriter. Like this feels like she just owns this. Like this is her melody. This is her song. It feels very like, close to her so mm-hmm. yeah uh cool uh do you have any overall thoughts about the single album or did you have any more on uh, if you missed any on, on uh, what the flower i think oh i just liked the the repeated line going into the key change i, I was mm-hmm. just, it was nice and for some reason it seems surprising to me that she would repeat something a few times and right. then i was also surprised by that yeah, I think I think yeah. because it repeats, it kind of lets it get your guard lets it yeah. gets let down, which meant that the which brought the 
the key change to even like yeah more it gave more power to it so yeah yeah um yeah i think yeah i think i got got everything like i think we we had a lot of similar thoughts too <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i don't know do you um uh, i mean i have some like l- final thoughts on just the single album as a whole because because like it was only two songs i did wish there was a bit more because like this version of Sun Me is like so good like both songs are incredible and I love, like, I loved it so much. Like, um, and Sunmi's music always has like come across as very empowering, mm-hmm. um, especially like from Gashina on. Especially like that warning series, I felt had a lot of that. Um, whether it's the intended message or not, but um, I love how both of these songs still did that too, but in like two different ways. Where like Tail is empowering in a way where it's like she's very in control of like her sexuality. Um, something that I don't think maybe, I don't know if it's like a cultural thing in Korea, but you don't see a lot of that, um, except for with some like soloists. Like, I think, I don't think I've seen it to this level, maybe since Gaian, when she was doing solo work, like with Bloom and stuff like that. Um, but I also could have missed a lot since then. Um, uh, while like What the Flower is more like a sarcastic, like blunt charm to it, like leave me alone, fuck off kind of moment. Um, or flower off kind of moment, <laughs> but yeah, like, but it's I like seeing this. It both felt very earnest for Sunmi. Like this is it felt very her, and I think she's really showing a lot more of herself through her music, which makes you really excited for oh, what's you know what she's gonna keep churning out as a musician. So I'm very I I mean I'm loving Sunmi's solo work more and more as she does more. Yeah, I mean, I I think I'll just not too much to add on. I I really love what what she did with this. It's I, I it's so it's like fully it's a full concept from music to visuals and uh I think you you're seeing someone like who's already a very like accomplished artist but then just continuing mm-hmm. to explore their their ideas so that that's exciting to see and yeah i i am just really excited for what what else she does hopefully yeah. soon <laughs> hopefully soon i know hopefully soon yeah. i yeah i think i i had this gut feeling going into 2021 that it's going to be a big year for like the former wonder girl members when they do like their own solo work so i'm hoping i'm right like this is yeah. a, a great uh a great like a great moment for that yeah um but yeah, so that's Sunmi's Tale. A lot of time on two songs, but they're <laughs> two very good songs. So uh, so we'll, um, right now we'll take a quick break and then we will get to our second sexy soloist that we're about to talk about. So uh, sit tight and enjoy. And we're back. I hope you had a great five-second break from our podcast. But we are back. And, oh, look who it is. We got Chuck to bring us out for this I'm day. I'm here. Hey, everyone. I love how no matter what. I, we, I know I could have. We make it time for the game at the yeah. very least. 
Yeah, we're we're so we're so busy in our lives, but the game is the most important part of this episode or of every episode. Yeah. So we try to make that work. And speaking of making it work, Ooh. I am going to introduce the game that you two are going to be playing. Um, we have another slideshow the, that you can't see, the listeners, but <laughs> Alan, Mark, and Stephen can see. And the title of this game is called "Let Me Work It." Mm. All right, next slide. Your job. Ooh. I will each play you four songs. Your job is to guess what song I'm playing. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I also forgot the subtitle of the game. Let me work it, colon, put your thing out, flip it, and reverse it. All the songs will be in reverse. Oh, this is Good luck. Smart. I like it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Is there a theme to these songs, or Who will we wants find to out? Go? Yes, the theme is... It will either be a Wonder Girls song or a Sunmi song. Ooh. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, is it? Yeah. Okay. Is it multiple choice? Multiple choice. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, I need to also bust out a piece. Do I have a piece of paper? <laughs> this sounds really go. fun. I know. I'm excited. And uh, I need a piece of little scrap paper. Do you want to go first, Steven? Uh, I, don't. Uh, I feel like you don't do yeah, well I'm when you go gonna... second. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'll go I'll go first. <laughs> I feel like I cannot spend a lot of time on a question or else I'll get in my head, even though I do that anyway. <laughs> Just like with what was it? I ah uh, the the coffee answer from last week. But <laughs> that was also partly like, my fault. It's a diner. It's it has to be a no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're good. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so you uh, audience will be listening to what they're listening to, and you can play along. Uh, so, Stephen, you go first, and your first artist is Wonder Girls. So, from this clip, tell me what song I am playing. Oh, this is Tell Me. Final answer? Yes. That's correct. Steven got that right. Right. Oh, hearing that in Steven reverse was right. both scary and comforting because it kind of reminded me of <laughs> in, uh, what, that Utada Hikaru song for Kingdom Hearts 2 where it does a little reverse sequence as well. So that's the comforting part. <laughs> But Chuck, you're just gonna play. You're just gonna actually put in the podcast "Stairway to Heaven" backwards, right? For all of yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna play the. Um, I'm gonna play that uh, the roller coaster song, uh, so you can hear the uh, screams oh, and oh, uh, no. play in reverse, so you can. See, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And you mean uh, CIX okay. is "Stairway to Heaven," right? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Ultra, we'll see a like uptick in memberships of the Church of Satan <laughs> the next week. Okay, Alan Mark. Song number two is a Sunmi song. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is Gashina. Final answer? Yes. <laughs> and that is right. Very good. You guys know your Sunmi and Wonder Girl songs. 
okay. so good. That song is so good. <laughs> Steven, your question. Song number three. Oh, no. Should have made this harder and not given you the names. Oh. All right, here, here's the, his song number three in reverse. I don't know these songs very well, so I will go with Noir on this one. Final answer? Is this? It was actually heroin. Okay, I actually don't know these very well. Yeah. That one was harder. Yeah. That one was a harder one. (laughs) But if it was Potipapim, or Potipapim. I would have told you yeah. you had to say that name backwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alan Mark, Steven, song number four. Steven looks jealous what? that I got this <laughs> Steven's <one>. so mad. <laughs> I know this question. What is, what is this song, Alan Mark? It's an acapella version. Okay. That that bass sounds like Sun Me, so I'm gonna say it's Why Song Only. Final answer? Yes. Mm, so good. Very good. Oh. This is this game's going a lot better than I thought it was gonna go. How, how many questions are there? There are four songs each. Oh, nice. oh, okay. oh, I forgot about typewriter. Whoops. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> okay, we'll so out. we are at what we are two for Alan Mark yeah. and one for oh. Steven. <clears throat> Alright, Steven. Your song number five is also a Wonder Girl song. And here <clears throat> here is your song. Oh man, I also am not good with these, I don't know these ones very well. Uh, oh man, uh, oh no, I'll just say it's... I feel you. Final answer? Yeah, oh man. This is from their 2015 comeback. Nice. Where there were only like four of them left, I guess. Yeah. All right, Steven, you got that right. Oh, oh cool. I, oh, I would have got that okay. one wrong. Oh, you didn't hear the, the when they were like, I feel you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. <clears throat> All right, song number six for Alan Mark. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That is La La Lay. <laughs> la La. Yeah. He got it right. To be fair, All I right, that's probably the 
Sunmi music video I've watched the most out of all of this. <laughs> okay. Steven, you have to get this right to stay in the game. So. Steven, to stay in the game. Okay. Song number seven. Here it is. If it's a man's voice. Is that your yeah, final yeah. answer? Oh. <clears throat> he got it right, everyone. Yeah, nice. Very nice. good. Nice. Okay. Oh, boy. Alan Mark, <laughs> I feel so bad, Stephen. I feel so bad. Sorry. <laughs> you got all the really hard ones. <laughs> I'm not for to make it even for Stephen. <laughs> nah. um, I am not going to show the multiple choice for <laughs> Alan Mark. Okay, but I will tell him it's a Wonder Girls song. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So Alan Mark for the <gasps> win. What is this song? Oh, Steven looks like he's That's in pain. That's all I'm gonna play. Steven looks like he's in pain. That's all I'm gonna play. Every week That's I'm all I'm gonna play. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm the one that convinced you to go first. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that is nobody by the Wonder Girls. <laughs> Oh, and Alan Mark got song well number eight correct. That uh, is correct. It oh, is. I'm so nobody. sorry. <clears throat> I guess the student right. has become the teacher. And that is. <laughs> and uh, it's good that you guys took an hour for the uh, for Sunmi's part because I this game was pretty quick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I I would love to play play this game again because that, that was, was actually this is fun. <laughs> that was I I chose the choruses so I I didn't want to do the verses so. I, I think uh, I, I think I was smart to do that, but Almark is unfortunately our winner yet again. <laughs> he has six wins. He has he is the undisputed champion of our How You Can Eat games. So congratulations again. Um, we'll just have to end this at some point soon, <laughs> just because we don't want Almark to just rack up like a million wins and then uh, it will see, Steven yeah. and I just look like chumps. Maybe I could just make the games but, every uh, time. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a whole there bunch of quick that, bites. That, that works. There you go. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for letting me hop on this uh, this episode. Uh, I unfortunately won't be a part of the second part, but uh, hope you all enjoyed this game. And I will uh, definitely catch you all next week. Yeah, thanks for oh, stopping thanks again, by. Guys. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it, Chuck. Really Thank you. All right. Do you just want to go straight into... Uh, um the next part sure um 
I okay. There was one thing like I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On me, maybe just one like quick thing uh, that we we actually had just we had in those five second break we we both had the same idea but, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> uh, about the choreography of tail. Um, you, you have the name of the choreographer. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I need to scroll up a little bit. Um, so it was choreographed by where is my note. Uh, Janelle Ganestra. Okay. Yeah. I, I happened to see that note somewhere when I was like reading about tail. And then I looked her up and saw that she also did some of the choreography of bicycle by Chung Ah. Mm-hmm. So another very recent release. And I, I think at that point I was trying to draw some parallels between the two. Maybe mm-hmm. there's like some kind of style that she likes. And I, the one that I was thinking of was how in bicycle there was like, a, a bicycle that was mm-hmm. made of people like as the pedals and then maybe and then in in tail there was like the the whole cat or like the tail made yeah. up of the people's uh the, the, the bodies so i wonder if that's like a kind of thing that she she like constructs uh different things from from the dancers uh to yeah. create a really striking image yeah especially um, based off the title or the concept <clears throat> of the song like that's yeah. it's so smart it's really cool too like visually it not only fits with the concept but it looks cool too so yeah, yeah. shout out to janelle so yeah thank you i think that's a really good note too like if we're going to talk about the choreography i like that we talk about the choreographer as well right so nice yeah all right. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm ready to to get into the next part. All right. Let's. So part two, you're talking about a different soloist now. Uh, another one that is just as sexy, just in a different way. Shout out to those Instagram thirst traps. So we will get into Wano and his latest release, um, Love Synonym Part Two. Right for us, uh, but mostly I think we're gonna mostly focus on the single "Lose" and talk about the rest. But uh, quick recap on Wano. So uh, his music career began in 2014 when he was part of a pre-debut project group called New Boys N U Space B O Y Z <laughs> with fellow Starship Entertainment label mates uh, Gun, Shonu, and Juhyun. Yeah. Uh, in December of that year, uh, Starship would actually do have a competition show on Mnet called No Mercy, No Period Mercy, No Space, um, that would create a new seven-member boy group, and that boy group would end up being Monster X, consisting of Wano, fellow New Boys members Shonu and Juhyun, as well as Minhyuk, Kihyun, Hyungwon, and I M. So. Um, yeah, and they would debut in 2015. So uh, Monster X is still around. I'm not going to go too in-depth with them. We might end up talking about them at some point. Who knows? But uh, for now, I'll just fast forward. So in 2019, uh, maybe a little awkward, but I mean, it's history. So um, allegations did come out regarding Wano's past behavior. Um, so this is where I couldn't find an article that mentioned both, but I've seen where it referenced... Uh, having taken like drugs in the past, like marijuana in the past, and marijuana is still legal in South Korea currently. Um, and others about um, like possibly owing money to a friend or something. But I haven't seen any where it mentioned both. Hmm. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what happened. I wasn't really paying attention to this specific news as it happened. But 
because of this um, uh, and those sort of scandals, Wano decided to leave Monster X and Starship Entertainment. So he went and add distractions towards the group and their comebacks and music. Um, uh, later on, though, he would be cleared of those allegations. So, um, yeah, so we're solid there. Uh, but, um, but because he already left the group and Starship, he, in April of 2020, would sign with Highline Entertainment, which is actually a subsidiary of Starship. So I guess they still had each other's back or something, or they were still able to support him some way. And they announced that he would continue performing as a soloist. And I guess thank God for that because I guess I don't know how much of this Wano we would have seen in Monster X, but it also seemed like he had time to work out quite a bit. <laughs> so on August 9th, he would debut officially as a soloist with the album Love Synonym Part 1, Right For Me, and the single Open Mind. Uh, he did also have a pre-release single, an English pre-release single before that too. Uh, and then he would... Uh, with that release, he would also make all of TikTok very thirsty uh, with his King's Hawaiian Roll abs. <laughs> Sorry, that's my own note. <laughs> we go from April. That was her first thought. It's like, that is Hawaiian Rolls right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so fast forward to more recently, February 26th of 2021. Uh, Wano would make his first comeback with Love Synonym Part 2, Right For Us, and the single Lose. So yeah, very quite a short history. Um, it's funny because he's only a year younger than Sunmi, but his career is only like oh, one third of hers wow. lengthwise. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like I, I I relate a lot to uh, just having you know like uh-huh. Hawaiian rolls uh-huh. <laughs> in my belly area, but uh, <laughs> not not quite. <laughs> We're, we're we're really close. It's only separated by. Um... <laughs> oh, he's yeah. Just, just instead of being different. right at the yeah, outside of the stomach, it's inside. Yeah, yeah it's more. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's really funny. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, let's get into it though i mean man so wano yeah. whole different type of sexy but sexy nonetheless yeah honestly open mind was like the first time i really kind of knew who wano was himself i didn't i think i saw his name over when around like monster x stuff but mm-hmm. didn't really know him as an individual yeah uh yeah, same. Uh, yeah. I was like, I actually never really got into Monster X. I didn't same. give myself the opportunity. So I honestly, I think before this, I didn't know any of their names. So <laughs> I actually heard of Wano right when like he was like de- departing the group and stuff. But um, and then now when now he's becoming a soloist, like now he's like actually in like sort of my consciousness. Um, yeah. So um it has it has been fun getting into uh his music i did not listen to the full part one love synonym part one album but i did like open mind when it came out so. yeah i really like the song i i mean i have i've seen the video a number <laughs> of times <laughs> just like through just the, the video itself and i i that's one of the videos where the reactions are very entertaining <laughs> oh yeah to see yeah people. Like um, that's where, like, what that's where K-pop reaction videos on YouTube are like at their peak, like yeah. for sure. Even and with lose as well. <laughs> so okay, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's I'm, just, yeah, yeah, I am excited to talk about this. So uh, first track on the mini album is also the main single, Lose, written by Noah Conrad, who's a common uh, writer for Wano's music as well as Monster X, uh, Tony Ferrari, and Roland Spreckley. Um, yeah, so we just talked about Open Mind a little bit, but actually... I think I like this song more than Open Mind, um, especially the more I listen to it. Like I love, I really liked Open Mind's funkiness, um, but this one I love the pacing of this and uh, sort of um, the arrangement of this as well. I think that they did a really good job writing this song. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think I like this one more than Open Mind too. Um, one thing that we kind of talked about with. Probably, I think it was what the what the flower mm-hmm. with the chorus there, or it might have been the chorus for either tail or <laughs> what the flower. But like for me, I thought it's similar with uh, with lose. Was that the, the chorus? It wasn't too super catchy. Oh no! It, actually, sorry, it does kind of have a catchiness, but it could also serve as a pre or like a post chorus type yeah, of thing. And I, I hear that. It, I think. I think that was kind of interesting because you always expect uh, a big either build up into a chorus or some kind of thing to follow the chorus. Like that's become a really common thing, and mm-hmm. I felt the chorus here it it like was kind of a sound between those two, where I think it worked well for this, but like in in just like the, the whole scene or like the the constant current status of k-pop you, you you are expecting certain like levels of catchiness and mm-hmm. then this yeah it, so it, it is kind of interesting and I, I do like it in general um yeah 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 i think it's a little refreshing in that sense too because like yeah. even though it is a formula that i do really like having extended choruses with like two incredibly catchy parts to it but i think um like with this like I think it suits the the mood and the pacing of the song, having it as it is. Um, one song it reminded me of a little bit, uh, not necessarily like format wise, but like mood wise, was Got Seven's "You Calling My Name," which might be my favorite Got Seven song. Oh. Um, but yeah, because like the chorus is kind of like a fake drop, and like um, instead of like rising to something, it like sort of mellows out a bit with like a really mm. like. Um, with that bass or low guitar tone to it um, that eventually builds up to something funkier. Um, So it gave me that vibe. Um, But still like, yeah, melodically, there were cool parts to it. Um, Like I liked when he is uh, in the beginning of the chorus, like, don't want to fight, don't want to Yeah. I can't get over you. But like that weird harmony. And like, yeah, it's like kind of like flat or like a natural or whatever they did to it. But they it, they added with like the harmony surrounding it, so I thought like touches like that. It's like not the catchiest thing, but it's like interesting to listen to. That right. like makes me want to listen, keep listening to it. Yeah, I think I, I think the chorus was the part that just stuck with me with the song. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure I, I paid too much more attention to the rest of it, except like the end when they brought in a lot of the strings. Yeah. It was almost, I don't know. It was almost like disco-y strings. In yeah. A sense. Oh, yeah, disco-y. That's yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I get um, that. I think my note with the strings, though, I think the mixing was a little weird with mm. that. 
because um, I think the strings first come in when in that the first they had two choruses at the end, and then the strings came in on the first one, and then it like sort of like blasted like three times as yeah. loud with a do 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 do, and then went back to like the the volume it was before that. Uh, I would I don't know That's if true. like if they should have held back the little attack of the strings in between. Or I think I would have preferred if the strings in the second, the the very last chorus were a bit louder. And I felt like it would have been like elevated, brought it up a bit more, sort of like how the strings do that in like Red Velvet Psycho. Um, mm-hmm. But the the music video version, not the not the um, like Spotify version. <laughs> right. um, yeah, but it's still like, I thought the strings were a nice touch at that part. And like you were mentioning the ending, like, I love it when they just brought in that that guitar at the end yeah. of the song too. It's really cool. It was I like the the strumming pattern that, that he was playing. Yeah, was, yeah, it was a really little funky cool. on that. Yeah. Um, um, also, note with that because like I've mentioned multiple pi- times recently how like uh, with singles that just like end abruptly, like Odd Eye and Cinema, both songs I really liked, but wish they had like outros. This is the reason why because the outro really suited and like. It felt like um, it still built up and felt like a, a swell of like um, like it added so much range and dynamics to the mm-hmm. to the song, but still like resolved it at the end. And that's like it's that energy that I really like hearing in sort of like especially lead singles and stuff like that. Yeah, and this one this one was just yeah I like the build up and then I'm just listening to it. Yeah, yeah, I like the way it kind of ends like that. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, song-wise as well, um, I think we were <laughs> we were about to like mention a bit of the vocals. I think you sort of touched oh, right. upon it a bit, but like like similar to Sunmi, he's not like Wano's not a, like a powerhouse singer. Um, so I like that still here as well. He stays in a more comfortable range. Mm-hmm. And like where they're f- able to focus more on like the visuals. I mean, there's a lot of visuals there to look at with Wano, but um, like he knows like staying in the pocket as well. Like knows what's comfortable, what fits, um, not being too showy when it's not there. So yeah, and I think through that's what I was noticing just throughout the the album, not knowing too much about how his voice, what his voice is like. I he I like his higher register and like mm-hmm. he has a good like i think he he knows his range well and yeah. there, there weren't too many like opportunities in the album for him to kind of like flex if he's like a like a powerhouse singer but yeah. what he was doing it, it it was really it was just working really well yeah it suits him. yeah and uh he doesn't co-write the actual music and some of this but he writes the lyrics so i think that helps him like stay within that you know comfortable range um yeah um let's see do you have any other notes about the song itself or uh or no, sh- i think yeah i think i'm good mm-hmm. um or actually do you have did you listen to the english version much at all i i did uh but i didn't i didn't really take many notes for yeah that. i only have like my only note is really comparing the korean and the english version because the english version sounds like a demo version of this song oh. i don't know how much you paid attention but then like like there's a lot less dynamics to like the arrangement. It's um, like it doesn't have the guitar at the end. 
the yeah, it it feels it kind of feels like a demo. It's it's strange. Um, so I'm happy that like they led like they built up their arrangement more with the Korean version they use as a single. Um, but yeah, I'm curious why they went with a different sort of mix to yeah. the English version because I feel like the Korean version is just done so much better. Yeah, I was reading. I I was trying to look at the lyrics, but while I was watching the video, I had the captions on. But then mm-hmm. I saw like another translation of the Korean version, and those two they didn't match up. But then I think I read someone someone's comment was like the Korean in- lyrics are actually kind of different from the English ones. Like oh. they kind of have a they have like a slightly different perspective in terms mm. of the, the singer or like what the singer's saying. So. Yeah, I, I I didn't think I didn't find anything better about the English one than yeah uh, the original or Korean version. Yeah, I would say like give the streams to the Korean version because yeah. like if you want fuller arrangements, more interesting like uh like yeah mixing, then definitely go for the Korean version. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's get into that MV though because yeah. it's like if open mind taught us anything it's that um the less shirt the better with one <laughs> he finds <laughs> a way he finds a way <laughs> um but yeah like my first note is li- is literally just honestly could you ask for anything more out of a wano mv right oh like i uh, when there's a shot of him like enclosed in some like glass or something. And then he was wearing like a leather jacket, but mm-hmm. it was like a side shot. And I was like, oh, he might have a shirt on here. <laughs> but then, <laughs> then he turns and nope. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I really like that jacket and this fit. And then I was like, oh, I, I still like this fit. <laughs> this yeah. 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 Um, I think I, they're, they're, they must save a decent amount of money on wardrobe by just like having either <laughs> no shirt and a jacket or just like uh-huh. a very like, Maybe a cheaper, smaller size shirt. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, uh, since we're already talking about outfits, I do want to point out. I don't know why. I think this one's I actually really like this outfit. It was the the tank top with the hat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that had the cuts at like the his side abdomen area. And he had gloves on. He had gloves on. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like so <laughs> like ridiculous, but like I actually like the choice of the cut on the the tank top like where it was placed in the abdomen it was interesting it's like yeah it's like an unexpected like sexy cut to clothes and i think i i when interesting cuts like that i really like like um i think recently in like 2019 to early 2020 there were, you saw multiple instances of like suit jackets that had cuts under the armpits like Jackson and you calling my name and Sua in scream had outfits like that. And I thought it's like, it touches like a different sense of like sensuality, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. And I think this, I mean, not the same type of sensuality, but it has a similar effect where it's like the, the unexpected placement of skin is actually mm-hmm. sort of more sensual or sexual in a way. Yeah, I guess that reminds me a little of like his half zip, like oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, from from uh, Open Mind. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was a, a lot more obvious because you can like really adjust the height on that. But, yeah, it's your choice of how many um, Hawaiian spring rolls you want to share. Yeah. 
Or not spring rolls, her mind. <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty good though. I'm yeah, sure right? whatever a Hawaiian spring roll is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, uh, oh, oh, but I also like the, the outfit with the hat. And I, I was like imagining like the hat served the same function as like Clark Kent's glasses. <laughs> like, they're like, <laughs> like, like you just imagine this guy like at the bus stop and like, no one, no one pays attention to him, and then he takes off his hat, and you're like, "Oh, it's Wano!" <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the only distinguishing. Like, it's a really bad disguise, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, yeah. I really like that. That's I don't know what the look they're going for is, but it was just so interesting. Yeah, it, the gloves and everything. Yeah, it was. It's weird, but like, it works for me for some reason. Yeah, uh, since I we're like talking that. about that scene, also, I like how in the music <laughs> video, just visually, like the scene, like the the shots right before that is the the girl like shooting a gun, and then the next scene after that is Wanho showing off his guns. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that, that's it. But that, I feel like we've seen there are a lot of shot, so, scenes of like a girl holding a gun. There's like, so many, there's a lot of gun imagery in like, K-pop that it almost makes me uncomfortable because yeah. there's so much like yeah. sulky and monster. I right. think Chunga yeah. in the recent music video with Rain did that too. Oh, okay. I don't think I haven't watched that one yet. But also in Bad Boy, I oh yeah, they yeah. just hold the gun up. Mm-hmm. And, like I I don't know what why why always, yeah the so obsession. many videos yeah um, but let's that's okay let's talk about more back to the performance I, we're talking about the yeah. looks a lot <laughs> but um, oh, okay yeah I guess for this video I I wasn't I was actually trying to think of or try to understand the story of it mm-hmm. because he was like he had like that mechanical heart at, yeah. at some point and like it looked like he was like overheating or something or like he was filled with yeah he was glowing and then there's also the film stuff oh with, yeah like, the, the film city. stuff and i was trying to understand like what that sim was symbolizing mm-hmm. or what that meant in this video and i couldn't yeah. quite get or i didn't have enough time to yeah i don't think i didn't quite get it either i'm I'm trying to think about it in the sense like does it connect to open mind at all because it is like Mm -hmm. love synonym parts one and two and like is this like is this a sequel or a prequel because like the when the shots of him when he's like in chains reminded me of the car that had the the chains and uh open mind so is that like you know was he at first trying to get the girl in an open mind like Turner, like be free, but then now that he's like with the girl, does he feel like trapped in a way, maybe? And like yeah. overheating because he's sort of like can't, like he's too contained or something. I don't know. I also haven't really looked at the lyrics, so I don't know if that has oh, yeah. anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that may be like, I don't know. I wanted to also imagine he was like a cyborg or like. Oh, maybe. <laughs> but it didn't really. There were no other clues. In yeah. The, yeah. I might need to. Yeah, I, yeah. I might need to rewatch it more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I actually don't have notes on choreography. I have some. You, yeah. yeah. Not so much like, I don't know if I'm like necessarily, even with open mind, like impressed with the choreography. I think part of it's because he's so big that like, it's more so like 
how can a man so like big be this graceful? But that sort of ties a bit more to like how like I think soloists versus boy groups or even um, like how they appear or like the type of choreography they do. Because uh, here um, it doesn't feel, well, it feels uber masculine and hyper masculine in the sense of just like the way one hope just looks. But the movements that he does isn't like, it's a different type of powerful. It's not like aggressive that you mm-hmm. see with a lot of like boy groups or even what you'd kind of expect if like Western groups with Western like artists would do this type of music. Um, but like with Sodas, like Wano and I think especially with other Sodas like Taemin and Kai, there's a different type of grace and smoothness to the dancing that it's still masculine, but also like a little bit of femme that makes it feel even like more masculine in a way. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I know what you're saying. Like they, they can continue. Like, I I think we, we have this very, I don't know. It's a very bad definition of what masculinity is. Like that's just been passed on to us. uh, And it's pervasive throughout Mm -hmm. like the, the world I would suggest. Uh, So like, I think what I was hearing is like you're saying you can like be if if you're I don't know like you you can be masculine still without conforming to the very traditional yeah. definition of it yeah it, it, even if it like includes that like more yeah what like them of uh I don't know aesthetic of of the moves that you're doing yeah like uh the one that comes to mind is like. Iwano's open mind, like when the part is like, everyone to say anything. And then he does like very like wide, graceful arm like stretches and stuff like that. Like it's stuff like that. Um, but also it could be like a cultural thing because I'm, I, I mean, masculinity may be looked at differently in like East Asia or South Korea specifically versus how it is here in like, in what we live in, we're Americans. So um, that's our sort of perspective, especially in media. So, yeah, that I mean that could be a whole other discussion about um, yeah. um performance, but I mean it works um for Wano for sure and um it is very captivating, you know. It's not just his body. We talked about his body a lot, yeah. but it's also like he is a really good performer as well and it uh comes off really well um with this song and music video. Yeah. I was trying to remember just now like what I think it was the moves in the chorus that they weren't like like what you were saying, just super hard hitting, and they're just kind of they were they were they had they did feel a little graceful and and he he pulls them off really well. So mm-hmm. yeah, I do you know? Did you see any other like choreography or like performance videos? I did not. I didn't really. Okay. I don't think yeah, I really I looked it up, either. but uh, I don't know. I have to look it up because I am. I do yeah. want to see what the rest does look like because. Yeah, I think it like mon- I've seen some Monster X videos, and there, there, some of those are really like acrobatic and mm-hmm. I guess more hard hitting. Um, but I think that's kind of par for the course for uh, for um, boy groups, so it's like boy groups, yeah. yeah. And I think they were kind of they've they've been a big name in like that that style. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's also another way that this 
video and song reminds me of like God Seven's "You Calling My Name" because it has a bit more of that smoothness to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Do you have any notes about Lose or? Uh, okay. No, I think I I'm good. Yeah. All right. So, um, we're not going to talk about the rest of like everything else in the album because that's gonna this episode would be way too long. So I'm curious to know, are there any other, is there another song that uh, stuck out to you, Stephen, in this album? Or you would say you, is your favorite non-lose song off Love Synonym Part 2? Okay, so the actual, um, I think my favorite thing to listen to on this album. Oh wait, was... should we say it at the same time? <laughs> Let's see. Okay, should... okay. Maybe not. No, <laughs> because we might have. I'm, no, I'm curious about no, the same one. Okay. Um, so after three, so one, okay. two, three, blah. All right. Okay. All right. Ready. One, two, three. Best shot. Outro and. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Oh okay. Oh wait, really? Outro or not? Yeah, the- I. Lo- oh. Yeah, genuinely loved the thirty. Those thirty seconds in the outro that was just full of instruments oh you know what yeah it was so pretty and so i actually i also really liked we need and i felt those two parts had a kind of similar vibe um Mm -hmm. but outro was a little like fuller sound um in terms of what instruments they had uh so yeah Oh, oh interesting. Surprised by best shot. Oh, nice. But it's a good, it's a, I do like that song too. Oh, okay, cool. I, okay, so we, we still agree to at some point that it is yeah. a good song. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't really have notes for We Need, but I would say it is one of two stool songs on this album. And I feel like now I just need to mention when there are stool songs on albums for Chuck. Okay, I did not get to that part from last episode oh, okay okay because <laughs> oh, well he's mentioned stool ta- songs yeah. multiple times but we do talk about it in the listen to the second half of of the okay <laughs> don't call me episode stool song. oh i think i know what you mean oh yeah yeah i think i know what you mean yeah like um, sitting on stools like yeah. yeah like the bts video <laughs> yes yeah exactly yeah. that's where yeah all right okay. um but yeah i mean um do you have any more notes on the outro while we're um, besides it being very beautiful uh no i actually said everything i all all my notes for it yeah. okay cool um but yeah i i'll talk about best shot for a little bit i don't have too many notes but it is the one that i think did stick out the most to me um and i do actually really like like um at first i thought i wouldn't like this song when it first started um because it comes out strong with like the um like well, it comes with the bass. I was like, okay, cool. I like the bass so far, mm-hmm. and then it has that little like sample. Um, yeah, and I was like, ooh, is this? Is this gonna be like Misfit? That's my <laughs> that was my concern. Out of at least like production arrangement wise, uh, but then like when as the song progressed and like Wano had like the melodies and stuff in it, I was like, oh, okay, this song's funkier. Um, I actually listened to this in Misfit back to back to see like why did I have that Misfit sort of like why did I want to compare it? I think it's just yeah. the sample because I think what Misfit can be like besides the rapping part like what it's missing is there's no like low end there's no real bass in that mm-hmm. song um, 
And I think like that's why I like this song a lot because the bass is really cool. It's a really funky bass that is pretty consistent throughout, and it's a I think it's a it's a live bass too, which I really enjoy. So、uh, I really like that. It gives me the kind of sort of like James Brown vibes, or like it could be like a Mark Ronson production.、Um, so I really like that, and、um, I also like how Wanho's sort of like delicate voice. Fits with this song, which is unexpected because the song, sh- like, could be like more, could come off more aggressive or like, because I think that when I mentioned Mark Ronson, it reminds me of that song he did with Mystical.、Um, oh, I forgot what it, how it went.、That? I don't know, but listen to it. It actually、okay. it's a good one.、Um, but、uh, in you know Mystical's voice has a lot、yeah. of attack to it, but、Later. this one's a lot more smoother, I think, and that, that was cool.、Um, and In the pre-chorus, I think the besides the bass, the best part of the song is probably like the pre-chorus. There's a lot of really nice vocal layering going on in the background, which I didn't catch the first like several listens. But when I actually like took the time and like like closed my eyes, it's like it has some really interesting stuff going on there. So yeah,、um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think yeah, I liked. I definitely like kind of the old school influence on this、mm-hmm. and. I think I was think I was also reminded of Lady by AXID because they use, oh yeah they they're going really for like New Jack Swing but yeah it, it kind of they have like a similar era that they takes ideas from、um, mm-hmm. but then some of like the the vo- the melo some of the melody like the lines in this are, are really interesting and、uh, I think in the In one of the choruses, it was really really cool. I forgot what the line was, but yeah, this one is a very fun song to listen、yeah. to. And I,、yeah. I did also think of Misfit because I was just <laughs> like trying to think of where would we mention it. Yeah, like, yeah. But、um, I mean, I mean, there's no rap on. I mean, there's no there's rap no, on. It. There's rap on this, and、yeah. you would almost expect if anyone else had this beat. They would have a rap section.、Somewhere. Yeah, but I do, I, I do like that. It's like pretty much all like soul R and B. Yeah, I always like that. Yeah, yeah.、Um, and I think he only only does a, a kind of rap in one song on this album. Like,、uh, I think it's Flash. He like he kind of、uh, it's like it's more like talking. It's like in between the、uh, the other stool song. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a ballad. That's pretty、it's、much a, all. Ballads are stool songs. <laughs> stool song. Stool、uh, song is yeah. I I like the term、mm-hmm. because of all the meanings. <laughs>、yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> we are、right. food themed. Yeah, we are. <laughs> And、oh, yeah. every journey that food has <laughs> throughout the entire journey. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much all of my notes for best shot.、Um, is there anything else you want to at least touch upon for Love Synonym Part Two? Probably, like, like I said, I, I really liked We Need.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I the I think for the like a song for the fans because I think that's what this one is.、Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the better ones I've liked more of the ones I've heard so far、um, because I think the. Melody is really pretty, and the the lyrics in the bridge when he says, "Like when I'm back on the stage,"、mm. uh, and in a way it does provide a little snapshot of where we are, but it's also 
kind of a timeless idea, yeah. especially within K-pop when people go on, like they have a hiatus or like just a regular kind of uh, break from promotions and then they have a comeback. Like, will, will we still, will my fans still be there to support me? So I, I really liked We Need and then I do think the outro kind of has the same similar vibe. So yeah, I think that's what I wanted to mention. I did want to ask if you were familiar with the featured singer on Ain't About You, uh, Kiara. I am not. Okay. Yeah. I I wasn't either. She does have like songs that have hundreds of millions of plays on Spotify. So I, I... like I, I always feel like I'm really out of the same on a lot of things. Yeah, I mean that song alone, like "Ain't About You," um, it does have sort of like top forty in America like sound to it. So and it is a very catchy song. Like mm-hmm. I didn't real like when I was listening to the album when that song came on, I would find myself like dancing by myself to it yeah. and like not even realizing it because that's just what like top forty songs do. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, but well, I, I did that's much my only note. My note for that was uh, was mini busy because uh, I feel like they have a similar like vowel. Oh like, yeah, uh, delivery. It's like that indie girl sound to their voices. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, I hear it. But that was my note for that. Yeah, but, but I don't, yeah, I I think, don't know yeah. if Mini would have uh, done the the talking part to make it oh, sound as Kesha as Kiara did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it just reminded me of Kesha. That's all. It's yeah. Uh yeah, anything that I have yeah, okay. Um yeah, okay. I I'll just say I like Devil also. I just liked it. That's, mm. that's I thought it was pretty mm. pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. We need is probably my was my second favorite song. Our yeah. second favorite B side off this. So yeah. I think we pretty much covered what we wanted to talk yeah. about with Mono. So awesome. So yeah. Two good, like really good releases, I would say. Um, I mean, I'm a bigger Sunmi fan than Mono fan, so I, th- I had a lot more to say there. But um, it was really fun listening to like the full Wano stuff and it, being able to talk about Wano because I think um, if he keeps it up, there's a lot of like potential to really build up a really good solo career there. Yeah, for sure. I yeah i I always like when there's a series of mini albums that seems mm. a very very common now it's, almost yeah. like everyone's doing part two or something colon like within a series so mm-hmm. I, I like that he's doing this too um i wonder if he'll continue it or if he'll get he's gonna do something new but yeah. i i know from now on i will always look forward to a video just, oh, just like 100 percent. what's he gonna do like how, how much but, more of his upper body can he show? Yeah. yeah, I I know like I know he puts a ton of work in like yeah working oh, out and like yeah. knowing nutrition and I think mm-hmm. he studied it a lot and yeah just, yeah so I mean just like props to him for yeah I mean you could yeah it's it's hard yeah yeah you can tell he works hard on himself on the music that he does on him as a performer. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think he is like a full package sort of in a sense of as mm-hmm. a, as a K-pop performer. So yeah, I hope he really keeps it up. Um, I hope that Highline can continue promoting him a lot more. I feel like there wasn't as many promotions, like 
promotional stuff for this release as uh, open mind, but I'm hoping that they keep going because um, yeah, yeah Wano's really good. So yeah. Oh, and I I do I think like losing you that that song that was he had a very I guess more emotive uh, delivery with his vocals. So I hope maybe he can do they can give him another song that lets him like mm-hmm. really shine with with his vocals there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of How You Can Eat. Thank you for joining us. This turned out to be a lot longer than we expected. Yeah, it's still. <laughs> but it's really fun. So um, thank you for sticking it through. Um, but I guess that's what happens when you have two bios to deal with. Um, right. But anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, please rate us uh, five stars. We would really appreciate it. Leave us reviews too. Even if it's ways to uh, help get this podcast to be better as well, we're always looking to improve. So uh, this is really fun, but I also want to make sure this is fun for y'all. Um, so yeah, follow us on socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. I think we're going to start trying to build out the TikTok. We'll see. It's there though. It's there. Um, and of course, uh, email Steven. Email Steven <laughs> at allyoucaneat at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, we would love to get like questions uh, if you want to get to know us a little bit more, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah, and um, I think that's it. Yeah, subscribe, listen to more episodes if you're listening to this for the first time. Interesting choice if this is your first episode, but I really hope yeah. that you listen to yeah. more of us. We have shorter episodes, believe me. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, and I, but I don't think we'll have shorter ones. Uh, from from for now on, <laughs> yeah. I think they're all going to be this is too this, uh, minimum. Yeah, this might be the standard now. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> no I don't think I don't think so. Oh no, well, we need to get another episode with the three of us together again. Yeah. It's been a while. We're like snappy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. yeah. Um, yes. Thank you so much. And uh, oh, I forget how Chuck uh, signs this off. But oh, I don't remember. Uh, no. Well, we'll see you next time. Uh, set yeah. your next reservation. I will see you soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Bye. Let Wano post thirst traps. <laughs> that's my. That's my ending. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>